Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started, you have got to hear this joke from Tiago. Hello, I'm Tiago. I'm full and I like to say a joke. Where do you call a dog magician? A labracadabrador. <laughs> That's a great joke. Thank you for that, Tiago. I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a superhero scientist who creates the most amazing and powerful tools like super sticky bombs and power juice. Thanks for listening, Tiago. And Dax Holloway turns seven years old this month. That's awesome, Dax. I hope for your birthday you get a super fast horse and a pouch of invisible dust and a magic birthday candle that really grants wishes and a turtle that talks and a big bucket of goofballs. If you were a character in the stories, Dax, you would be a tornado wizard. Who has the power to harness the wind. Thanks for listening. This episode was created in collaboration with Rafa and Shai, two extremely creative listeners. Their ideas served as the framework for this story, and I'm so glad I got the chance to collaborate with them. Today's episode is titled, Chicken Nugget Monstrosity. It was a bright and sunny day in Manhattan, and for once, Shai and Rafa were super excited to go to school. Both their classes were going on a field trip to the Advanced Food Sciences Lab there in the city. Do you think they make genetically modified hot dogs that jump off the plate and right into your mouth? Shai asked on the bus ride over. I don't know, answered Rafa. Maybe they make silent potato chips so you can eat them without people hearing. Why do you need to eat potato chips silently? asked Shai. So then, people don't come around asking to eat my potato chips, said Rafa. They continued brainstorming different wild things the scientists might make at the lab on the bus ride over. Finally, they arrived and all the kids and teachers and chaperones got off the bus and entered the lab. Shai and Rafa were impressed with the facility. It looked brand new and there wasn't a speck of dust anywhere. They walked down hallways with big windows showing the scientists working inside. People in lab coats used high-tech machines and advanced computers, things the boys had never seen before. This place is amazing, said Rafa. 
Yeah, maybe the hot dog room is next, said Shy. Rafa rolled his eyes and the guide, a tall woman in a lab coat carrying a clipboard, said, And next up is what we like to call the hot dog room. This is where our scientists develop nutrient-dense, plant-based, shelf-stable hot dogs that don't taste like feet. Shy's hand popped up into the air. Do the hot dogs jump in your mouth? So you just, you know, have to sit there and the hot dogs, like, feed themselves to you? The scientist just stared at Shy for a bit. Then she continued the tour by guiding the kids down the hall. The tour guide finally led them all to a set of heavy doors labeled Development Showcase. All right, students, behind me is the Development Showcase, said the guide. We are going inside to see some amazing technology up close and personal. Do not touch anything. The scientist tour guide opened the doors into an amazing high-tech lab. Scientists were working all over, tapping computer screens and tinkering with strange-looking devices. The students and teachers all oohed and awed at this fascinating collection of advanced technology. The guide led them all to different tables where they got to see devices up close. This is what we call the mass expander ray. It can increase the mass of objects, but it only works on food. We're hoping to use it to cater to food insecure populations. The mass expander ray looked like a long skinny cell phone. A scientist held it up to demonstrate. She placed one single chicken nugget on a metal tabletop. She tapped the screen on the mass expander ray just like a phone. All I have to do is point the ray at the food, calibrate it for how big I want it, and press here. A light yellow beam will project out to the food, and a few seconds later it grows. And that's exactly what happened. A bright yellow beam shot from the ray and shined on the chicken nugget. A few seconds later, the chicken nugget expanded in size until it was as big as a beach ball. Everyone gasped in amazement, and the scientist smiled. She walked to a nearby table and continued. And this is our plant consciousness spray. She held up a clear spray bottle filled with colorless liquid. When we spray this on plants and other organic matter, they gain consciousness and can follow simple orders. Our hope is that one day we can talk to plants and help them avoid destruction from natural disasters like floods and wildfires. Like the mass expander ray, this is still very much in the development phase and is not quite ready for mass testing. The scientist continued leading the students around the room, explaining all the different amazing things they had been working on. After showing the students around, the kids all had a chance to ask some questions before leaving. Rafa raised his hand. Yes, the tour guide asked, pointing to him and expecting another hot dog question. Why is the mass expander ray glowing? he asked. The scientist turned and saw what everyone else now saw. The mass expander ray, normally just a black phone-shaped block, now glowed bright red and orange. The scientist gasped. Oh, oh, oh no, what, 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 what's happening? She rushed over and reached out to grab the mass expander ray, but jerked her hand back quickly and yelled, Oh, it's hot, it's hot, so something's gone wrong! Every other scientist in the room now rushed over and felt the intense heat emanating from the ray. They yelled and rushed about in a bit of a panic. The teachers began to usher the students out of the room and back into the hallway, but before they could all make it out, 
something wild happened. The mass expander ray shot a bright yellow beam straight out, just like before, except this time it hummed really loud and the beam was so much more intense. It crackled and fizzled and little sparks popped within the yellow beam. With the way the items were all sitting there on the tables, the beam of the expander ray shot through the bottle of plant consciousness spray and right into the beach ball-sized chicken nugget. A second later, the powerful beam disintegrated the spray bottle and the liquid inside all splashed onto the chicken nugget and the beam got more and more intense and the mass expander ray got hotter and hotter until it exploded in a small shower of sparks and smoke and a wave of yellow beam shot out all around them in all directions. The students all screamed and some of the teachers and scientists screamed and they all rushed out of the room and all the way back out into the parking lot. Everything was much calmer out in the parking lot of the advanced food sciences lab as everyone waited for the school buses to come pick them back up. The tour guide apologized over and over. I am so sorry. I, I can assure you things like this never happen here and I am so grateful that no one got hurt, she said. Some parents asked if everything was all right and should they call the police or something, and the tour guide tried to reassure everyone. The scientists have everything under control. Please do not worry. It was an unfortunate malfunction, and all the scientists are safe. That sounded good at first, but then the pounding and screaming started. Back in the facility, somewhere back where they had just come from, the loud sounds of pounding and muffled screams made it all the way out to the parking lot. The tour guide stuttered and turned around, taking a few steps back toward the entrance. The building shook and rumbled like in an earthquake. Big cracks formed in the bricks on the outside of the building. Shai, Rafa, and the whole group of students watched wide-eyed and with their mouths dropped open in surprise as a giant light brown chicken nugget smashed through the roof and front door of the building. Glass and building debris flew everywhere and again everyone started screaming. The creature then just kept growing and growing. It had two brown chicken nugget legs sticking out from the bottom and two brown chicken nugget arms sticking out of either side of its body. It had no hands and feet. Its limbs were just like nugget logs sticking out from its oval-shaped chicken nugget body. Generally, chicken nuggets are not considered dangerous. But this one was as big as a building. And it was growing and growing and growing and soon each chicken nugget leg was so big it just stepped on cars and crushed them instantly there in the parking lot. The chicken nugget monster leaned down and swatted at cars in a rage and hit them so hard they flew up into the air and smashed into nearby buildings five stories up. The sounds of crashing and screaming and sirens filled the air. Rafa and Shai stood in awe of this monster just staring up at it when they each felt a hand on their shoulders. Move! yelled the tour guide as she pushed them out of the way. The beast barreled out into the street, kicking cars up hundreds of feet into the air and smashing buildings with its huge chicken nugget arms. Now everyone was running back into the partially destroyed laboratory. Why are we going back into the chicken nugget monster factory? yelled Rafa. The tour guide, while waving in the other students and teachers, answered, There's a sub-basement kind of like a bomb shelter. It should keep us safe while this monster smashes its way around town. Rafa and Shai ran back into the facility along with everyone else. It was a mess. They could see where the building had been partially destroyed, 
when the chicken nugget grew and then just ran outside, smashing a path out to the parking lot. The tour guide led them down some other hallways until they passed the employee cafeteria. Big windows in the hallway looked in upon a cafeteria with long tables just like at a school. It's just down here, the guide said as everyone continued running. As they passed the cafeteria, the doors flung open, and a crowd of screaming scientists rushed out, yelling, They're all alive! They're, they're alive and they're coming for us! Run! Rafa and Shai got separated from their school group as these scientists rushed out into the hallway, and immediately following the scientists were thousands of chicken nuggets. Little ones. Some rolling along the floor and some with little chicken nugget arms and legs. The little nuggets chased the scientists out of the cafeteria and Shai yelled, Run! They ran just ahead of the little nuggets and had no idea which way to go. Their school group was completely out of sight and the hallways were mayhem with people running in all directions and little nuggets attacking. The brothers ran and ran, turning left and right and left and right until they reached a dead end. A familiar dead end as a sign above two heavy doors read, Development Showcase. The brothers huffed and puffed and bent forward with their hands on their knees trying to catch their breath. The doors to the room were busted off their hinges and hung open. The room was now dark, with only pale emergency lights flickering on and off. But Shy heard the shuffling of those little nuggets still chasing them, and he said, We have to go in here and hide, come on! Rafa followed, and they entered the dark room. Tables and scientific equipment and computers were smashed and scattered all over the place. This is the room where the chicken nugget initially grew and went crazy. The room was demolished, but there were some places to hide. They huddled beneath a big metal table that was blocked on either side by other pieces of debris. They sat in silence and listened as the sound of thousands of shuffling little chicken nuggets grew louder and louder and then slowly faded to nothing. I think they're gone, said Rafa. Yeah, I think so too, agreed Shy. They slowly peeked their heads out and then they slowly stood up and looked all around. There were no chicken nuggets in the room, no little ones skittering along the floor and no big ones growing to be as big as a building. They could see out into the hallway a little bit, and there were no nuggets out there either. In the distance, they heard yelling and sirens and loud booms from outside. Should we go find the rest of the class? Shy wondered out loud. Uh, maybe we just hang back here for a little bit, said Rafa. Which was exactly what Shy was thinking. They were both eager to get back with their field trip group, but this room right now was the first peaceful moment they had had since a chicken nugget was zapped with a bigifying ray and grew into a monster as big as a building. They were okay with poking around here for a bit. They walked around the room for a few minutes, kicking pieces of broken equipment and looking for anything useful, even though they had no idea what would be useful in a situation like this. A small voice from across the room said, Is it gone? Rafa and Shai turned to see a scientist peeking out from behind an overturned desk. Yeah, I think the big one's gone, but the little ones are running around the halls, said Shai. The little ones? asked the scientist. What little ones? 
Yeah, it looked like all the chicken nuggets from the cafeteria kitchen came alive, and they're running around chasing people too, answered Rafa. The scientist looked down with her thinking face on. Other chicken nuggets came alive? That means... That means that the consciousness spray bonded with the waves made by the mass expander ray, and when it exploded, it cast out into the building or, or, or maybe the entire city. A shocked look grew on the scientist's face as she talked herself through the possibilities of this catastrophe. What should we do? Shy asked. The scientist snapped out of it and looked to the boys. We have to find the mass expander ray, or what's left of it, said the scientist. Then maybe I could re-engineer it and... Oh, I don't know. Let's just find the pieces of it and see what we can do. Rafa, Shai, and the scientist began sorting through the debris to find the pieces of the mass expander ray in a desperate attempt to fix this chicken nugget catastrophe. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. Be sure to plug into the Kid Stories Podcast social channels or subscribe to the Kid Stories Podcast newsletter on the website for lots of fun extras. Adios!